Hello, welcome to the podcast. This is the Gray Space Podcast where I, Gray, am in my space and we're talking. This is episode, I think episode five, maybe even episode six. Sorry for the mini hiatus uh, that the podcast had to go on for like two weeks. If anyone noticed, I don't know how strong the Gray Space heads are out there, but I ordered a like fancy ass mic for the podcast and I have no idea where it is. It's just in the mail somewhere. Uh, The only shipping update I've gotten, even though I, like, even after specifically emailing and being like, where's the package? FedEx was like, literally don't know, girl. So that's really cool. I do think I need to be more patient with that, though, because it's only been, like, a week and a half. And I think I might just be used to, like, the Amazons and the overnight shippings and the all the, you know... Our attention spans are shortening, our patience is shortening. We're living in a very fast time, which is why sometimes it is fun to slow down with the podcast. I honestly, I didn't come prepared with anything. That's not true. I almost didn't come prepared with anything, but then I scrolled through a while ago on my Instagram. I asked you guys to like, um, give me podcast topics, like things you'd want to hear about. And one called to me, fuck, where'd it go? Someone said toxic, toxic relationships. Please God, I need advice. And that's what this is. This is the sex and relationships and the toxic relationships episode of the podcast because I've made my rounds. Dad, if this is one of the videos you watch, maybe don't. (laughs) I'm not going to be talking about anything super crazy, but I have been in relationships that were very not good to me. And I feel like this is, while I have had some decent relationships, you know, like I'm not gonna count a middle school or a high school relationship as toxic because I, not that they can't be, but I just don't think that's my experience and I don't necessarily count a lot of those as very serious relationships. But I have still had my fair share of bad relationships. I think, I think, I don't know, I feel kind of bad saying that my current one is the only good one I've ever been in, but like, man, I'm really thinking about it. Mmm, that's interesting. (laughs) That is interesting. Also, I finally got the bunny hat. And it matches my outfit fucking perfectly. It ties in my head. I, I have a head accessory. It's awesome. So, toxic relationships. I, unfortunately, have too much experience with. And... Long story short, if you're dealing with someone, and this is going to be very unhelpful advice. I am letting you know that now that this is going to be advice that you're going to hear and you're going to go, oh, wow, I never thought of just not talking to that person. I understand that saying like, just drop him, fucking drop him. It's a man. You can get another one. You could literally walk up to a fucking total strange man on the street and it'll probably accept your number, okay? So don't waste your time with men is my long story short with that. But my my advice ultimately, not just with men, um, is if you are talking to someone that's maybe not good for you or if you're in a toxic relationship, ultimately the advice is to fucking ditch them. And I know that that's not what you wanna hear and some of you might've even rolled your eyes at me. And while that does 
admittedly hurt my feelings a little bit it's also fine because i get it because i was that person it's very hard to accept advice when you're in that situation because it's hard to move on from relationships are they can be very awesome you know i'm in an amazing one life has never been fucking easier like not gonna lie especially after spoilers my girlfriend did move in with me i know i have a bad track history with moving in with people really early in relationships but this isn't a toxic relationship so i feel a little safe doing that um what was I doing? I'm gonna think about what I was gonna say while I grab my water because I'm severely behind on my water intake today. So, gonna be a few seconds of silence while I take a sip. Anyway, I understand that it's very hard to leave a toxic situation. And it doesn't even have to be toxic. You might just be in a bad situation. You might just not be happy in your relationship and you don't know, you've tried different solutions and nothing's working. And side note, while, while I've said that, <laughs> here's another tidbit of advice. If you've tried everything and nothing's working, break up. Don't open your relationship. <laughs> Although I, to be fair, that was kind of a joke. I don't know if that's, oh. The cats are? A little cracky right now they're a little wild but it's okay to be fair I'm not sure if that's fair for me to say because I didn't have like a bad relationship or a bad I didn't have a bad experience with an open relationship for the most part it was the people I was in the open relationship with so I don't think that counts actually maybe redact that um, from your brains because I'm not gonna edit this because I'm feeling kind of lazy. I low-key just want to record this and then post it, which is a little bit nerve-wracking because then I can't mess up. But also the point of a podcast is that there's no messing up because there's no stakes, you know? We're just chilling and talking. <sighs> anyway, maybe I'm trying to, I'm trying to cover all the bases of like toxic relationships because there, that was uh, the person that suggested it didn't give any like examples or anything and there are many different kinds of toxic relationships let's talk about the different kinds of toxic relationships first toxic relationship is the one you should absolutely never be in it's the one with your coworker when you're underage i'm not kidding when i tell you the fucking that relationship that situation more so because we were not like a relationship that toxic ass situationship literally changed my fucking opinion on like sex and intimacy and myself for a very long time and i know that oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> i got i got the cats this little like you know those play tunnels you know i got them one at the store and um it's actually part of the vlog, but Nobu is fucking obsessed with it. So he is just crawling in and out, in and out, up the walls of it. I mean, he loves... Oh, sorry, I just got a text from someone. I need to check that after the podcast. But now I'm not going to look at my phone anymore. I just threw it. You didn't see it, but I threw it. Anyway, y'all, I know that I think most of my audience is more adult 
But for those, you know, the older teens, right? Because I'm not a fucking idiot, right? Every adult is like, wait until marriage or like, wait till you're an adult to have sex, right? But let's be real. The teens that want to do it are gonna do it. And I'm not saying teens should have sex. I'm not saying that I enjoy teens having sex. I'm saying if you're gonna do it, please be safe and smart about it. And one way to be safe and smart about it is not to get into a situationship with your like 20, 21 year old coworker when you're 17. That man is crusty and doesn't like you. I'm gonna say it. It doesn't matter how smart or beautiful or funny or like interesting, how many talents you have, like how good your grades are, literally doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter to that guy, right? No boo, okay, I'm holding him because I need him to chill. <laughs> He's literally biting my hand. Also, somebody said to do like a podcast episode where I just talk about my pets, give them intros and talk about their quirks and stuff. And if that's something y'all would like to see, you can also let me know. But the thing with getting into, as I was saying, relationships slash situations with toxic people is that it doesn't matter how good of a person you are, they're still going to fuck you over, right? Because they're not really there for you, especially if they're an adult when you're not, they're not there for you. In a weird way, they're there for your age and they're there for your naivety and you should absolutely stay away from that. And also when they tell you that they're not seeing their long-term girlfriend, you should message the girlfriend to make sure. And I'm not going to say that that's on me because 17 year old me didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I don't even think that like, I don't think that reaching out to someone's possible partner is like how to tell that someone is truly single because I think that people should just not lie about that shit, but they do. They do. They just do. It's awesome. Water break. Sorry, not, not the random silence for just the listeners, but I'm taking a water break. I'm, I'm going to say it every time. My advice for that relationship, I'm going to, I'm going to try to be like really nice and supportive in this advice because especially when you're younger, you don't want to hear it. You know, when I was 17 and I was talking to this guy who was like four years older than me, who lived in a different city and made my ass drive up the, anyway, <laughs> um, but point being, if some random fucking YouTuber was talking about this on her podcast and I was still 17 year old me listening to it, I wouldn't listen to the advice that was just saying like, boo, ditches ass, boo. I wouldn't listen to that. And you probably won't either. So what I will say is truly for your mental long-term health, do not give those people the time of day. Don't give the people that are like, oh, I've never seen you before, new coworker. Don't date your coworkers ever. But especially not the one that's like, oh, hey, I'm just popping in from college, junior in high school. Uh, are you going to this thing? Don't talk to those people. <laughs> 
please, please, because they don't have the same intentions that you might. And to be fair, I don't know what your intentions are, right? This is a case-by-case -case basis for me personally. I have always been not like mentally on the younger side, but I've always felt for a very long time, I always felt less mature than people my age. You know, I didn't drink until college, really. I didn't smoke until college. I had sex when I was 17, which is, I think in retrospect, normal. But I know that like with those things, y'all are getting younger and younger when you start trying it. And I don't know where I was going with that, actually. But you guys should slow down a little bit. <laughs> Um, oh, sorry, that's where I was going with it. It feels good to, like, feel older, right? And you want to, if you're like me, where you were just really awkward and inexperienced and hadn't done anything because nobody wanted to do anything with you, your intentions might be like, oh, this person has an interest in me, I have an interest in him. Like, maybe this thing will finally happen. Please, God, if you're going to, you know, be doing those things, please do it with someone your age, and please don't do it with your coworker. And I feel like I have rambled on that topic long enough. So let's talk about a different type of toxic situation. This one is not a relationship. We'll get to bad relationships. We're still on the situationships because those are usually the most toxic. Um, don't get into situations with people that don't know what they want and aren't honest with you or with themselves about what they actually want. And I don't know how much I can say about that because I don't know if this person, I highly doubt this person is like stalking me or anything. Um, but I just don't really want to talk about that situation online because I made a TikTok about it and it accidentally blew up and it's private now so you can't go see it. But there was just a whole debacle with somebody I had, it wasn't even a relationship with. And I didn't even want it to be. Um, that was toxic. That entire situation was toxic. But you know what? I was partially the toxic one. Not in the way that, like, this is complicated to talk about without getting into detail. I'll save that for the later in the video, because that is more relationshipy. We are on toxic situationships. So, don't... It's hard to give advice where I start with don't, because I don't ultimately want to tell people how to live their life. And I think that saying things like, don't have sex on the first date, is for one... HIPAA fucking critical, absolutely. And for two kind of pushes like a purity culture that I ultimately don't care about and I don't really usually care about having sex on the first date with women. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. It's so hard not to be biased against men in my opinion because so many of my toxic situations have been with men. So of course I'm going to be like, don't have sex with men on the first date. Don't have sex with a man until you are in that committed relationship. And I know that that is kind of a, like a controversial take because hookup culture is so popular 
and I'm not saying anything positive or negative about that because that's just more observational that's not pointed or anything but hookup culture is a huge thing whoa don't know why I said that like that <laughs> um but it's just I'm trying to figure how to word this there's just a lot of situations, particularly with men, but not just men. There are tons of toxic lesbians and bi just women. There are tons of toxic women. But in my experience, predominantly men are the issue. <laughs> um, but I would say don't get into a situationship or try to avoid a situationship with, this is hard. It's so hard giving dating advice because everyone is so different. Because I could say, I'm about to explain what is to me the biggest walking red flag ever. And someone might be listening and be like, that's my type, oh my God. So it's like, take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm only speaking on my experiences, you know? But don't get into a weird situationship with someone who is an adult, but, ooh, I'm about to say something. No, I'm not going to say that because that's actually a very American point of view. Um, I was going to say, I'll say it for context. What I was about to say is to not get into like a situationship or like a sex relationship with someone who still lives with his mom. But I do know that, like, it's a very, oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's a very, from what I do know, to be fair, American concept, or I guess a more Western concept is more accurate, of, like, how independent younger people are, like, moving out at 18 and going to college and, like, you starting your entire life at 18 is seen as very normal here, whereas I know in other places that's not true. So, I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit ignorant of me to say. And also with the... Fuck. Ugh, it's so hard. It's so hard to just talk off the dome. Because there's, like, a lot of nuance to a lot of things. Because there's also our fucking economy and the housing crisis right now. So, ultimately, it doesn't matter if he lives with his mom. But, if he... <laughs> if you're in a situationship with a man who... <laughs> this is such an oddly specific thing but if he like is very uh, indecisive but particularly in the bedroom if he's switching positions a lot he's compensating for something and I know that that's kind of tinfoil hat-y of me to say but I also think it's true and I haven't had my mind changed by anyone so you know <laughs> but like when you can't even really get into it because he's, like, changing it every fucking whatever minute. It's weird. It's awkward. Don't get into a situationship. I'm still talking about the same person. With someone who smokes cigarettes. Don't do it. I'm sorry. Don't do it. And I know that that is hypocritical for me to say because I don't smoke cigarettes. But I do smoke an herbal thing. Okay. Um, but dog you're like 22 and you're smoking cigarettes 
not that I'm in support of vaping, but like just get a fucking vape. <laughs> Be normal. I, to be fair though, oh, this is toxic of me. It's hard to uh, give advice on toxic relationships when I do have some toxic aspects because I find smoking, like, the, just the imagery of smoking a cigarette, I think that shit's hot. But people that smoke cigarettes are usually not good people. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking troublesome blanket statement. But also prove me wrong. You know? <laughs> water break. Sorry. Look, I'm so behind. I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to be like down here. Oh my goodness. So that was one person. One type of situationship is the indecisive. That's the kind that will randomly stop texting you for days, ghost you for days, and then comes back and is like, Sorry, and tries to act like that was normal <laughs> um, And it's not and they don't talk about it And so then you guys just kind of stop talking and then a few weeks later he sends you a sweaty shirtless picture Ew I don't if that happened to you oddly specific, but if that happened to you Don't respond to that picture because I didn't and I'm free from those clutches, right? So don't do that Next, these are, I don't know if toxic is really the word, but I've been in unhealthy relationships. And I would say something to look out for, for sure, either in a situationship or a relationship or whatever you're calling your whatever, right? I would look out for particularly the language that people use with you because you can tell when someone supports you and when they don't and i know that that kind of sounds like a nothing burger fucking statement but it's true you know pay attention to whenever you share excitement about something and then they point out a flaw in the thing you're excited about you know maybe you hung some maybe you hung some paintings above your desk and you hadn't hung these paintings in months. You were fine. You were so excited that you finally bought these frames and you put these paintings up. So you send a picture to the person you're talking to or the person you're dating, whatever. This is totally not a real experience. You send these, you send a picture and you're like, oh my God, I finally did this thing. Um, and then they respond with, it's crooked. LOL. Watch out for that stuff. Because that was my breaking point. <laughs> That, I lied, obviously that was a specific thing that happened to me. And that was my straw with my last relationship. That's why I broke up with my last partner. Is because, um, imagine that, but like 11 months of it. And then imagine, oh, here's another thing to look out for. Huge red flag. Is when you say, hey, we've talked about this before. You know, if you have to keep re-talking about something, that's already a red flag. But... Specifically, if you say like, hey, we've talked about this before, like the way you worded that hurt my feelings and you aren't trying to like be angry or start an argument or confrontation or whatever, but it goes there because the person that you, you know, you've said this to can't, can't just be nice to you. Um, 
So then they call your feelings useless stuff and say that they don't have time to deal with this useless stuff. The stuff being, again, your fucking feelings. Yeah, avoid that toxic relationship. <laughs> oh my god. Avoid situations with people. I know that I'm kind of straying from the toxic situation thing. Toxic relationship thing. And I'm kind of just telling you red flags and people. But here's another one. Is... Um, Avoid people with an ego. Avoid people, maybe that's not the correct phrase. Avoid people that care more about their image than they care about the person they're dating. Because being the person, dating the person that cares more about their image uh, is not fun. And this is why I say, like, if you're in a relationship and like you've been trying to work on problems and nothing's working to get the fuck out as soon as you can and find something better because trust me you will and the longer you're out of that situation the more you can look back on it and be like that was insanely fucked up my ex called me skinny fat y'all and he was shaping it he he approached it like he was helping me Just ponder that. Ponder that. You're dating someone, right? You live with them. You say you love them, right? But then you also try to coerce them into going to the gym with you because they're skinny fat. Because being skinny isn't enough. I also have to be like a toned fucking workout mommy, I guess. I can't just like be in the body that I was born in and that I grow in and live in, um, that you fully f have fucking seen at several angles. And you could have said, not interested if you wanted someone who's not skinny fat. Sorry, I'm skinny fat. And for those who have no idea what um, that term is, it's a skinny person that has like high body fat. For example, I, I don't have like high, high body fat, but I'm not toned, right? I don't have like abs, even though I'm skinny. And that's fucking fine. Water break, because I'm getting upset. <laughs> Which is why you should stop talking to toxic people. I'm serious. Oh, I'm serious. Guys, it gets so much better. And that's why I'm like, also kind of frustrated at the way I'm wording this, at the way I'm being like, just leave. Because I know firsthand experience that it's not that simple. But I also know from firsthand experience that when you do, everything just gets so much better for you. It gets so much better. It does. <laughs> I did take a pause to get a blanket and what about it? Anyway, when you go through a toxic relationship, you start to realize how much the good things in a relationship are like so important, you know? Like I can't understate how important it is to have a supportive partner in like any aspect. And if you're not sure if your partner is supportive, ask, you know, think think to yourself, when you have come with to your partner with a problem, have they 
immediately tried to solve it like it was a math equation? Or did they sit with you and, like, apologize that this thing had been troubling you and then try to help? You know? Because there are things where people get complexes. People get complexes when they think that they're better than you. They do. Don't date someone that thinks they're fucking better than you. Because they're probably not. Mine wasn't. That was rude. Fuck, sorry. I'm a little heated. <laughs> but, as I was saying, when people think that they're better than you, it doesn't even matter if they think that, like, as a whole being, they think that they're entirely better than you, or just at certain things, right? The language that they use changes. So something that should be supportive contextually, or I guess through undertones, is not actually supportive. But you kind of don't realize that until you've received actual support. And so the, I understand, like, how hard... I get it! I'm with the shits. I know it's hard to leave that crusty fucking man. I get it. But you should. <laughs> you should. Let's see. What's another toxic relationship? Um, don't have friends with benefits. Don't have friends with benefits unless y'all were friends first. Because I think in that scenario, if it truly was just as like, as close to friends with benefits means, right? Friends that have sex, there's no feelings. I think that being friends with benefits is fine in a situation where you were already friends first, there's no romantic feelings, this is just getting something out, right? I've done that. And that's been fine. Me and Sage have talked about that. <laughs> uh, but... The other kind of friends with benefits is where you meet on a dating app and it's a fucking grown ass man, 20, not that 25 is like grown, but like the brain's developed, right? Not that that like, I, I get it. I know that the whole thing about like the brain being developed at 25 is kind of used as like a scapegoat for people to intentionally be immature or bad people. Because, like, let's be real, on your 25th birthday, it's not a snap and you're suddenly a fully functioning, smart person, right? Um, but, anyway, don't know where that mini tangent came from. Don't get the friends with benefits where you meet on a dating app. A dating app, right? But he doesn't know what he wants, right? He's not actually looking for a relationship on a dating app. When you are. Sorry, I should add, when you're looking for a relationship, right? If you're also there for that shit, go at it. I don't care. But if you're like me, where just doing the hookup stuff is really not your thing, that's totally fine. That's why I'm telling you to avoid these people. Because you know what? You know what happens when friends with benefits meet on a dating app and sex is like... The sex part of the relationship is so much stronger than the friendship part of the relationship oh what's gonna happen one of you is gonna catch feelings and you know who it's nine times out of ten not gonna be the man sorry to break it to you and i know i am focusing on straight relationships and i don't really know why i'm doing that it might just be my subconscious like desire to dog on men i don't know to be fair though i'm not a gay man so i can't really speak on that 
But speaking as a woman who's, you know, been in relationships with both, the man's not going to be the one to catch feelings. He's going to be the one that's like, oh, that's Ako Taco. I don't feel the same way, but I still want to have sex with you. Which feels really great. Um, so avoid that toxic relationship for sure. Because it's, dude, once you fall for a friends with benefits, the, the entire situation's like over. It's over. Sorry, it just is. I'm trying to think. I like haven't been in too many toxic real like relationships or situations. I've been on like couple dates with some people. I'm not, again, I'm not like a hookup-y person, but I am a, a sleep with you on the first date person. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. So it's something I actually don't like. Um, so it's something I haven't done in a bit, but I have, you know, when I got out of my relationship with Matthew and yes I'm name dropping him because if you don't know um, me and Matthew are friends now and we have not dated in a long time and we've both worked on ourselves separately before becoming friends again I feel comfortable saying that this is about Matthew it's not actually it's about after Matthew because I we dated for again 11 months almost a year and afterwards that's where I was getting at I was like fuck was I talking about? Afterwards, I was more, I was a little bit wild, okay? I kind of hopped up on those dating apps quick, which is toxic of me, and I shouldn't have done that. I didn't realize, to be fair, how mentally fucking ill I was at that time, but man, I was not doing good. I'm trying to think. It's hard when I don't have that many experiences. Oh, 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 now I can talk about when I was toxic. Okay, so going back to my thing I said about how if you've tried everything with your relationship and nothing has worked and you try an open relationship, maybe don't. Here's where the maybe don't comes from. Or I guess, I don't know. Maybe it's less of a don't and more of a fucking at your own discretion. Because the people I chose for that open relationship were not good. Well, no, yeah, they were not good. <laughs> um, open relationships are not going to fix your relationship. I'm sorry, they're just not, at least in my experience. If you have an open relationship and it's been amazing for you, I love that for you. You probably choose good people. I just have a track record of not doing that. And if you're asking me for advice on toxic relationships, you probably also don't have a good track record with the people you choose to date. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to remember how actually I was toxic in that situation. Oh, I remember, I remember. <laughs> not me being like, actually was I never the problem? That's not what I was doing. Um, something that I was toxic, I was the toxic one in the relationship, is during my open relationship with my last partner, the one that made the comment about the paintings, just so we're on the same page. I'm not saying his name. Um, holy shit, my brain is not on. I apologize. Water break. 
what the fuck? Why does this one specific thought about how I was the toxic one keep leaving my brain? That's crazy. I'm trying to block it out. I'm actively, as I'm trying to remember it, I'm also trying to forget it. Cause I'm like, no, <laughs> that's crazy. I remember now. Um, this is why I think an open relationship is not going to solve your relationship's problems, especially when that relationship is based on not goodness. When that relationship has a weird power dynamic where one of you thinks he has it all together, right? He's got the corporate job and the good relationship with his family and the house and all of these things. And he's been in therapy for a long time. And so you're more of the mess of the relationship. This is for those people. Oddly specific scenario, but if you're the mess of, of the relationship, opening a relationship will not fix it. Because something that I did during my open relationship that was not fair of me is that I would get upset at the other person in my relationship for... It, he didn't even talk to other people. I caught him watching porn once. I walked in on him, you know, being a dude, jerking it. <laughs> Why I say it like that? And I was really upset by it. And that came from insecurity for sure. I wasn't intentionally trying to be toxic. I wasn't intentionally going, I don't want you to do this simply because I don't want to. It was because of how I felt. And also I think a lot, a lot of that was influenced by the way that that person would make me feel, um, about myself and my security in the relationship. But yeah, that was a little toxic. Um, if you, this is an even more specific scenario. I'm kind of just like, <laughs> this is kind of just a spilling sesh of like the fucking, some of the individuals I've dated, my Lord. And I know that like dissing them is also dissing me because I chose to date this person. I fully understand that before anyone tries to cleverly comment it. I'm very well aware, right? That's why I have been in therapy for a long time and I've been working on myself for a long time. And the person I am today is so, oh my God, so much better and truly so much happier than the person I was not even a year ago, probably less than half a year ago. Actually, I think the half a year ago point is where I started to work on myself a lot. But anyway, back to my dissing. Um, <laughs> don't get into a situationship with people who, this is a super specific thing, who know who you are. If you're someone, if you, you know, excuse me, if you are a notable person, if you're a content creator, or maybe you're an artist, because this is actually something, this is a shared experience between, um, a sort of shared experience between me and one of my favorite tattoo artists, Josh. I shout him out all the time. He has done six tattoos on me out of 30, but that's the most tattoos I've gotten from one person and he's going to do more, I'm sure. Anyway, we've both had this experience, but mine was a little different because 
with this girl, <laughs> um, she didn't tell me she was a fan. And for the record, I am not comfortable dating fans. I'm sh There's so much fucking nuance on that. I'm not trying to address that topic as a whole. For me personally, I'm not comfortable dating fans. It doesn't matter if you're an, an adult. First of all, you would have to be, obviously. But second of all, it still wouldn't happen because I'm just not comfortable. Because I think having an unhealthy dynamic, power dynamic in your relationship is bad. Um, which one of my exes, the painting guy, would probably disagree because I think he did like being better than me. But anyway, this girl... Um, didn't tell me until like a month and a half into our like whatever we were doing we weren't dating um that she when we like matched on the app we met on already knew who i was so i guess actually no let me switch this this is not advice for if you're me in that situation this is advice for if you're that girl in that situation don't fucking do that do not do that. That's so weird. I was weirded out when she told me, but at that point, I think she did it on purpose because at that point, we had already been like hanging out and stuff for month, month and a half. So I was like, well, I already know this girl on an intimate level and you know, I like her. I'm spending my time with her. So like, I guess it's fine, but it wasn't. That was really fucking weird. And for her to later on, I'm... Um, that <laughs> i also i don't want to talk about it when i'm heated from talking about other things because i sorry i had to my camera battery died i had to change it real quick but all i was saying is that i don't really want to talk about that one too much because i know the things that she has said about me to other people while not true were still unsavory and i just don't want to make myself look like the asshole even more than i people already probably see me as so not gonna do that with that one but i'm trying to think i low-key i was <laughs> fuck it let's get really real before i met the love of my life and my actual soulmate lexi and yes i do feel very confident saying that and i'm sure someone's gonna be like oh it's gonna be awkward when y'all break up in in 11 months <laughs> no it would going on track record I think it would be eight months, but fuck that because we're not breaking up and I'm going to come back in eight months or you're going to come back in eight months to try to prove me wrong. And guess what? We're going to be married. We're probably not going to be married, but it'd be cool if we were. I seriously, y'all, I love my girlfriend so much. I think that, I think that it's almost too coincidental. You know, I think the universe was like, you have just dated bad person after, bad person is not the phrase I mean to say. You've just dated people that have treated you like shit over and over and over. You're back in the dating game. Um, I'm just gonna throw your soulmate at you. Like it's time for that. You're welcome. Which was cool, but <laughs> fun, funny fact and a little toxic fact because we can't all be perfect and I do think that it is important to try to be your best version of yourself But sometimes we do have some bad habits or some toxic traits And I was trying to have toxic traits. I after my relationship with painting guy. I was so done I was so done that I was like, I don't even think I want to date like seriously I think I, I think I need to have a hoe summer. I think I do 
So I was, you know, not seriously. I hadn't met any of these people. I wasn't going behind anyone's backs, but I was talking to a few people, quite a few people on the apps at once when I matched with Lexi. And there went all my fucking plans in my whole summer <laughs> because I spent the entire summer with her and we're gonna spend all winter and spring and summer and next fall and winter and everything together. So that's cool. That's not to say though, that you need to experience a toxic situation before you meet your soulmate. Sadly, you probably will because people are just not nice, especially our, I don't know. I think that socially, a lot of things are very volatile. Volatile, that's not a fucking word. I think a lot of things are very volatile right now. I think there are a lot of judgmental people and I think that there are people with a lot of bad intentions just out in the world right now, to be honest. Um, and I think that does reflect in dating. So sad but true, you guys are probably gonna deal with some bad people and I apologize, but I'm not, but I'm not saying that to say like, oh, it's gonna, you know, like, God has his plan or whatever, you know, you had to go through that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, unfortunately, you probably will. But once that's over, because, you know, maybe you didn't take my advice, right? Maybe you didn't ditch him. Not me victim blaming. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My, the point that I'm trying to making that I'm failing at miserably is that it does get better because I literally was tearing up in the car earlier thinking about like the differences between how I'm treated now versus how I used to be treated. Bro. This shit's crazy. <laughs> Ooh, here's one. I have another, I have another. Don't talk to people that are jealous of you. And that sounds like I totally have my head up my own ass. I do not assume that these people are jealous of me. I was told, right? Don't date people that will bring you down when you're thriving, right? I had someone, this was actually, wow, fucking Grayson's World history. This is some lore. The first video I posted on this channel was me getting ghosted and the person that I was getting ready for, like it was that video was a get ready with me for a date and I ended up getting ghosted or like canceled on and then ghosted mid get ready. Um, and that person ended up, wow, you guys don't know this because this wasn't in the video because it happened weeks later, maybe even months later, but yeah they reached out to me and were like, the reason I just fucking stopped talking to you is because I was intimidated by your success and how well put together you are. Which was funny because my life was very actively falling the fuck apart. This was like, if you watched the, the podcast episode where I talked about my old apartment and how disgusting it was, this was that era. This was bad. Um, so there really wasn't anything to be jealous about. But... On the other hand, you know, this other person, painting guy, he wasn't like intimidated by my success. 
Um, he was just fucking bitter. And it, to be fair, no, actually not to be fair, because I don't think he apologized for this. Um, but after we broke up, our situations changed, and I felt bad about it. I felt bad that my life got so much better when his got worse, even though leaving him made my life better. I still felt bad that he was like dealing with this shit. He, he had some stuff I'm not going to talk about, obviously, but some stuff he was dealing with and he owed me money because I, I'm not going to go into detail. He owed me money or he didn't owe me money. No, he did not. I gave him money for something. Um, I gave him money so he can buy something from someone for me. And he, it had been like a while and he still hadn't given it to me. So I confronted him yet again. And he basically just like blew up at me and threw like my money back in my face and was kind of like, fuck you because uh, you have a job and I don't. So avoid that person. Avoid people that are like bitter rather than happy for you. You know? Because I've been made to feel really weird about sharing my successes. And granted, I still just like, I just don't, I think it's also part of anxiety. I, I just never want to come off as like arrogant or show-offy. But there, you know, I've, I'm accomplished. I am. Um, but I've always shied away from being proud of that. And like opening up, not opening up about that, but unabashedly being like, look at this. You know, this is a good thing that happened to me. I always have, I've, especially in that relationship, I don't know, felt weird sharing it because bitter people make people, miserable people make people miserable. I don't know. You guys know what I'm trying to say. There are a lot of people in this world that you should avoid. And... That's just true. Sorry. I kind of, I didn't like blank, but I said, and, and then I was like, no, there's no silver lining for that. Actually, there are a lot of people like being real that are fucking horrible people. And you might not, you know, get into an extreme toxic situation with someone who's like genuinely a scary, bad person, but there are people who are just self-centered and don't realize that things they do are not kind. Avoid that person. And avoid all of the kinds of person that I've talked about in this video. Please. And if you don't avoid them, you know, because some, sometimes the girls like the toxicity. And that's okay. If, that's, if you're in your toxic era, go for it. Britney Spears vibes. <laughs> but... My point is, is that learning about these people and learning to avoid them is going to make your life so much less painful than mine has been. So I hope you take these fucking ramblings and you turn it into something cohesive in your brain and you listen to it. <laughs> uh, because I think that's all I have to say about toxic people. Also, if you are a video watcher, I apologize because I think my camera has been going in and out of blurriness. It's the lighting, but I love this setup. I love having my string lights and no overhead light. 
You want me to put an overhead light on? No, I won't. Sorry. Call me toxic. <laughs> I'm gonna go though. This was fun. I kind of got some feelings out and I kind of shared some things that low-key I wanted to share just because I, I do, f I kind of feel weird always bringing up not always, because I don't do it often. I avoid doing it, actually. I avoid bringing up my exes with, or I try to avoid. Holy shit, I can't get this sentence out. <laughs> try to avoid talking about my exes with my current girlfriend. Because I just don't ever want her to feel, like, weird about that. Or, like, I'm trying to, like, make it a competition or anything. So it does feel good to get some of this out. Because I kind of need someone to be like, whoa... That's shitty. So, I maybe we've both gained something from this episode. It was actually a pretty good episode. I really just want to post this right now. So, I think I'm going to go. And I'm going to get this set up. So, thank you for sitting with me for a little bit. I don't know how long I recorded, but about podcast length. So, thank you for listening or for watching. If you are a listener, go ahead and please give me a rating. That would be nice. If it's like a nice rating, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, and also Spotify does like a Q&A thing at the, I think at the end of the videos. I'm not sure. It's kind of, I think it's like an automatic setup thing, but I don't know if you want to fill that out. Maybe you can do that. Uh, share the episode too. That'd be cool. And if you're watching, then you know the drill, you know, like and comment and sub and all that. And I will see you in either the next video or the next podcast. Bye.